Yo, what up? It's your boy with JJ Stone, aka O Doctor. It's Monday, February the sixth, I guess. Episode nine. I'm upset. I don't want to be here, but everybody else showed up, so I had to show up. Uh, say what's up to the people, Jason. Can you call me the Lord of the Rings today, please, O Doctor? Oh, oh. <laughs> Jason, Lord of the Rings, Fergadon, the Mastodon. <laughs> What's going More on, man? Half, Super Bowl Monday. I'm tired, man. Half man, half human. So, Ed, it was a Super Bowl. I guess we got to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I know. I feel like I need to hug you and keep saying it's not your fault. It's not my fault. I it's didn't not your it. fault. It's not your who, fault. Who, whose fault is it, Jason? Kyle is Shanahan. It? Okay, first of all, let's, for the people that didn't watch Super Bowl, I don't know who right. you are. And if you right. didn't watch it, why are you here? Listen right. to us. That makes absolutely no sense. So I, yeah. But I still got to say it for the record. <laughs> The Patriots beat the Falcons in Super Bowl 50? 51. 51. Uh, 34-28. And first overtime game in Super Bowl history. First overtime game in Super Bowl history. First BS comeback ever. <laughs> so uh, first question is, did the Falcons lose or did the Patriots win? What do you think, Jason? A combination of both the Falcons completely. You got to pick one. Oh, then I have to give the Patriots the credit for coming back then. That's never been done before. Being down 28-3 in the third quarter, you got to give a team credit for making plays to come back like that. They did what they had to do. I can't give them any credit whatsoever. So first of all, <laughs> I say that the Falcons lost this game for two basic reasons mm-hmm. injury and coaching okay. okay so when your first running back goes down they still had an ample backup i can't even really that's not even something to cite because one of their star running backs was down but they actually have two star really running backs, backs that would start anywhere else in the league yes um in their Holman prime and uh Devontae freeman Yes. So in their prime, fine, everything. There's no reason for that to be lost. The second injury, though, hurt them desperately. Their right tackle went down. Yep. And when the young dude who never played and nothing, never did nothing, his eyes were so wide, literally like deer lights and headlights. And he looked like he was about to start crying. He was so upset he had to come into that game. Would you? Yes, but direct plays result after that, which was due to play calls, but it was sack, uh, loss of down, I mean, loss, right. loss of run play, sack, which right. pushed them out of field goal range when they were on the 20. So that injury literally knocked them backwards. Now, granted, they should have just ran the ball three times, but maybe there was something with the, the their backup, which again, who I already said as a starter, why they stopped running the ball, but... That that sequence of plays right there made them lose the game. As soon as they got it, didn't get that field goal because they were out of range, I said they're going to lose. Because the same way I celebrated early, um, if you can find it on the internet, I didn't take it down because I ain't no bitch. I was celebrating in the second quarter, right? Oh, yeah. I, I never – I mean, you had all right to celebrate in the second quarter. The Patriots looked like they were finished. I – see, this is why – you and I are the best sports show in the world. Do you know why? Because we're honest. 
Because we're honest. <laughs> if you looked yeah. around the league at the Skip Baylesses, the Stephen A. Smiths, uh, sports, anybody, anybody, the second quarter, they were all like, up, oh, game's over. Up, oh, they're done. Up, oh, Tom Brady's washed up. Up, oh, oh, I can't it was the end of an era. Uh, oh, everything they were saying. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened when I made my video? Cats came out, oh, it's too early. I'm like, oh, yo, yo, I know it's too early for Tom Brady. I never <laughs> said, like, yeah, you know I mean, I'll say, yo, they're getting the breaks me off now. But I knew better because every time somebody came at me, I'm like, oh, I know Tom Brady might come back. You so I got to celebrate it. now while I can. <laughs> It's so weird that New England's the only team where you had that feeling like, I don't know if this is necessarily over, even though by all accounts it looked over. And I'd never seen Brady look like a first-time quarterback in the Super Bowl, like the moment was too big for him in the first half. Brady was rattled. Defeated. Oh, yeah. He was beaten down. He was worn down. He was embarrassed. That's I the mean, first time I've seen him embarrassed. He literally couldn't even yell at his team. Right. He couldn't I inspire mean, him. Normally he would rah, rah, rah. He kept walking off the field like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, the uh, defensive game plan the Falcons had in the first half using Offord to cover Edelman anytime in the slot that they went man, and then zone anytime else confused Brady to no end. Then finally, on the interception that Offord ran back for a touchdown, they gave the man look, but Offord dropped off in the zone, and Brady threw it right to him. And he, so, like, he was so confused. And the pressure... Oh, they man. got to him a little bit, but they were there. Like yeah. Tom Brady's awareness is through the roof. Like it's got to be a 99 on Madden. So <laughs> every time somebody was near him and they were crunching the pocket so he couldn't step up, he was throwing the ball poorly. Yeah. Oh, he definitely, it's so weird how he's so good, but he gets so affected by pressure. Oh, he can't handle it. He cannot no. handle it. And then so in the second half, when, again, the Falcons lost this game through coaching. You don't call running plays after you got Julio Jones with two tippy-tie pass catches on the sidelines. Yo, I don't know who the defender was on him. I think it might have been Rowe, the second one. It was Eric Rowe, yeah. Second Rowe. It was Eric Rowe, right? So what happened was my favorite thing in the world when you hate (laughs) somebody – Brady Eric is a 99. <laughs> Eric Rowe was like this on the sidelines, like this, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, yo, I just got your girl. Because he <laughs> do it. And he got up doing that motion. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my God. By the tippy times, Julio Jones is the best receiver in the league. Yeah. Bar none, because he keeps his mouth shut. He doesn't get any antics. And in that big game, on them big plays, he came up. He caught the ball where I was like, nobody else is catching that ball. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I just and the, and the Patriots, you know, they tried to take him away, but they just had too many offensive weapons. And how do you not? Another thing I blame it on uh, is Lady Gaga. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Let's hear that one. I am profusely. First of all, I hated that performance. Ra okay. ba ba ba. That was some crap ba. I did not like it. Secondly, I have a huge disdain and taste for the 45-minute halftime show. That's every Super Bowl. And only certain teams know how to handle that. And it's wrong. It's wrong. It needs to end. First of all, they're running out of people to put on the Super Bowl 
uh, halftime shows because you know, and plus she didn't have any guests on or nothing. It was no all one. her. Everybody had guests. It was just horrible. <laughs> so it's too long. It's an. They had an hour and fifteen minutes in between touching the ball. Yep. Because that's too long. Yeah, I felt like the Patriots rope doped them. They just kept running plays, running plays. The Patriots ran ninety three plays to to Atlanta's forty six in the game. They had the ball for 51 minutes. In the third quarter, it took them 10 minutes to get a touchdown. I know. Then and I just... said, you know what I said? It's like I said, as soon as they missed that field goal, I said Atlanta's going to lose because mm-hmm. of the fatigue that that defense was now on the field oh, for it, worn down. In the fourth quarter, Atlanta's defense had nothing. Their legs were gone. Done. Did you notice the other key thing that was going on in that game? That Atlanta kept snapping the ball with like 15 seconds left on the play clock, even though they were up 28 to three. Like you, that's 14 seconds every play that you could be running off. That's Matt Ryan, the MVP, Matty Ice. That's coaching. Yeah, but your quarterback's got to know to do that too. A veteran I, quarterback like that. After the second time he does it, you got to tell him in his ear. Oh, I agree. I do agree with that. So, I mean, it just poor coaching. Um, so we're on the opposite ends of if it was a one game or a loss game. Um, <laughs> Every Tom time Brady, the Patriots win, it's the other team that lost it. Seattle lost it. Yeah, because the they didn't run the ball. <laughs> yep, because they didn't run the ball. There's a fucking theme here. If you play the Patriots, run the ball. Patriots just grab running backs off the street. Doesn't matter who it is. Make them in the stars. No, they did not in that Super Bowl. James my White, favorite meet, 14 carries. I mean, 14 <laughs> catches. Yeah, he ain't, he ain't run the ball. We talk about running backs. We ain't talking about catching backs. We no. <laughs> bring up catching backs. We said running backs. My favorite meme was the George W. Bush Sr. has more rushing yards than the Patriots. I'll take uh, uh, I'll take the blame for that, by the way, because I picked LeGarrette Blunt to be the MVP. If you remember, we talked about that last week. Yes. And uh, I'm the ultimate cooler on guys like that. So the second that happened, I just ended his, you know, his Super Fumble Bowl chances. Ruski. He got yep. nipped. And you know, the second he fumbled, that Belichick's like, goodbye. Don't even ask to get back in the game. We're done. Like, we'll do something else. <laughs> yeah, he did get back in, though. But yeah, a little bit. Right. I know. But that's what Belichick usually that's does, the, though. Uh, he, yeah, if, if, if he didn't know Blunt, like, he knows Blunt. Yeah. Like, if he would have been anybody else, he would have never saw the field again for us again. <laughs> nope. One turnover. He just gives you that look like you could just yep. take the helmet off, son. It's all good. Right. Right through that pick. I was like, yank that nigga. <laughs> <laughs> You know, Garoppolo was over there like, I got this. I got this. Garoppolo. Uh, um, All right. We got to talk about that catch. That's the luckiest catch I've ever seen in my life, the Julian Edelman catch. All you had to do was scissor kick your feet and kick it out of his hands. Move Anything. Yes, do anything. (laughs) I don't even respect that catch. I don't even respect it. (laughs) You have to. You have to respect it. I don't have to respect it. He dropped it and caught it again. That was so much luck. Julio Jones. Oh, his catch was phenomenal. Stretching catch the sidelines. Getting hit, pushed, pulled. I think somebody stole his wallet out of his back pocket while yeah. he was up there in the air. And he still got them feet down. Like tippy ties. Those are great catches. Those these things that the Patriots get into with the Tyree catch and these all these weird catches. Yeah. I don't respect none of this lucky duck bull maggot. I That's can't what that one was. Oh. What's crazy is there wasn't even any chance they could say no catch on the replay. Like, it wasn't even close to not being a catch. Why did you challenge that? Again, injury problems. They had the two injuries. They lost two timeouts already because of the injuries. They had to stop. 
And then they called that challenge and had no timeouts or time left. When it, uh, maybe so bad. <laughs> I hate Patriots. They're the worst team in the world. Now, no, they're not. Worst team in the world. Um, five times. Five times. <laughs> Tom, uh, Tom Brady's the only quarterback with five rings. Why, again, why we're better than everyone else in sports broadcast media in the world. Um, if we're a friend of ours, don't be upset. It's just the truth. We're still cool. You can be second. <laughs> but how many people today kept saying Tom Brady is better than Michael Jordan? Oh, I didn't He's, hear that today. That's silliness. I heard it all day. He's really? finally eclipsed Michael Jordan. And I'm sitting there saying, well, Mike, I hate the Michael Jordan comparison. But, like, when you say LeBron is better than Jordan, if if – you say Brady's better than Jordan in the sports era kingdom of kingdoms, then LeBron James is better than both of them. So right. when you sit there and say, oh, he went, I guess, went five for seven. Yeah. So LeBron is like, what, three for seven? Sounds Four right. For seven. He's going to seven straight. Yeah. <laughs> Eight overall. Like, I mean, the dude, like, He's there every year, back to back to back to back to back to back years. He didn't lose to some squabbly team. He didn't go under. It's just, it's not the same. He's not Jordan, and you can't he really. He can't even the- come close to Jordan's popularity either. No, and Brady. Brady's hated. He's hated more than LeBron is. Yes, and and that's the thing. As much as people hate. The Bulls, everybody's like, ask ah, Michael Jordan. He's all right. And they hate Michael Jordan. <laughs> Michael Jordan's a douchebag. Everybody knows he's a douchebag, but still like us, oh, MJ, though. It's crazy how if MJ was a star now, people would not like him. He would be so unpopular because of the way he really is. Yes. And he could because he was in an era where he didn't have to talk. He didn't have to talk. It wasn't all this coverage. The reporters would hide stories back then. You know, certain things would happen, and reporters, just because they were cool with him, would be like, eh, you know, I'm not going to go ahead and put that. Everything would be in the news now. When he beat up his teammates in practice, all that stuff that came out later, yeah. people would have hated that guy, man. He well, he also had a song, which other people don't have. Sometimes I dream <laughs> that he is me. Um, Shanahan, think the 49ers still hire him? They did hire him today. I don't know about that. Yeah, they do. Catch me outside. I don't know about yeah. that. Catch me outside. Don't know about that. Um, well, when the first rumor is they're saying Shanahan wants to bring Matt Schaub with them from Atlanta, I'm like, Matt Schaub is still in the league? Cash like, me outside. Get out of here. No. You know what Matt Schaub's trying to get is that Chase Daniel uh, contract. Yes. Like, you can go ahead and pay me. <laughs> well, oh God. I think the 49ers are... Maybe you learn from your mistakes. This was the dooziest of mistakes. Again, yeah. as the offensive coach, coordinator, guru, mastermind of all times, you don't look at this fool and say, hey, can we bleed the clock, bro? Right. <laughs> bro, bleed the clock. You don't tell him that. You don't call running plays. I'm not th- Again, yes, I know your lineman went down, which is what I'm blaming this loss on. Yes, I know that, quote, unquote, your starting running back went down. I understand that. But my God, bro, these play calls. This is straight out of Andy Reid's playbook. Oh, that's all I can think of is like, man, Doug Peterson and Andy Reid approve of this game plan. Yeah, totally. It, it's <laughs> it's bar none just the classic thing that they would do. And I, I can't stand it in my heart of hearts. Um, you know what play was crazy? That it was a nothing play. But at the end of the uh, fourth quarter, when the Patriots ran that weird play with Deion Lewis, 
where it looked like he blew his, his knee out. Yes. I think if he didn't twist his knee, it looked like he was going to keep going. Like yep. he had a wall of blockers in front of him, but all of a sudden his knee felt like it popped on him yeah, and he just kind of rolled himself out of bounds. Like, God, how crazy would that have been if he had scored on that, that fake play? Atlanta lost this game. The Patriots <laughs> did not win it. It's and crazy, by the way. I don't that, like the uh, overtime rules. I don't like overtime rules. They need to change it again. I don't like it. I know, but that's that. Them's the rules. They need to change but, them. They right. need to have it be like baseball. If you well, go in extra innings, there's a bottom inning and a top inning. Regardless, each person gets to hold the ball. So if you right. score a touchdown, they get a chance to score a touchdown. If they don't, then it's over. Right. Because this whole field goal for field goal, then get a chance thing is annoying because, again, it's wishy-washy. And uh, it just it didn't feel right. Like I know all the momentum was that way, and the, they probably wouldn't have won anyway. But right. to end it on a coin toss, like, come on, bro. I know I people are saying that, but also – you got to hold that 28 to three lead. Like, so the coin toss, yes, it ended up deciding it, but so many other things decided that game. Look, Devontae Freeman not blocking that blitzer and letting Matt Ryan get stripped there was awful. He's a veteran running back. You can't let that guy come right by you like that untouched. I feel like it was rigged. <laughs> you and um, Joel and B. <laughs> yeah, me and Joel B. Brothers, we on that mentally That's together. Cool. I understand. I, I don't <laughs> think. Um, Let's talk about the other subject. So 49ers, good luck with your Shanahan coaching because he's going to suck there because they're a sucky organization. They have no quarterback. They have no I don't, like, they're, they're the, I don't like the GM they hired. I don't like the coach they throw hired. On, throw it up on the screen real quick. What's that? Shameless. Uh, uh, he has an article up. So this oh. is the first and last time they have something to be happy about. They <laughs> <laughs> 49ers officially hire ex-Falcons offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan's head coach Whoopie Day because the rest of the days are going to be terrible uh, They're um, going to draft that quarterback from North Carolina too Trebinsky. that's who the Niners He's going to be the starting quarterback for the Niners Or he's going to back up Schaub for a couple games I don't like Lynch I don't like him there with no talent No skill set, no nothing right. to help him And I don't believe an organization to give him a chance nope. To pull through and, and make it work so I don't like any of it um, for them. Uh, and they also lost. And now the Falcons aren't going to make it back. People are like, oh, we'll be back. No, you're not. You lost your offensive coordinator who finally put Matt Ryan together. Well, you hear who, who they kind of want to be the old coordinator, right? No, who? Your boy Chip Kelly. Um, I'm going to just not throw up because I got other stuff to do. I know. I'm just telling you, I would hate that hire for the Falcons. I, uh, uh, okay. Even with all the talent they have. You, well, I was about to say something else important, and you come to me with that. Like, uh, I really don't appreciate you doing that. Um, <laughs> you said the Shanahan thing. We talked about that. <laughs> there was something else about the Super Bowl that I was about to say, and now that has totally warped my entire mindset because Chip Kelly is just so garbage. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is horrible. There's one last point I was trying to make about the Super Bowl. Anyway, I'll remember later. Lady Gaga sucks. Patriots um, never kicked an extra point in the entire game. How about that? <laughs> well, they how kicked one, but they missed well, it. How about make, that? How about that? <laughs> how about that? Yo, when yeah, he missed too old to say that. He missed that. It was so good. I couldn't stand it. I just, you know, I hate, I hate, I hate everything. I hate it all. Um, okay. What else we got to talk about? Basketball. LeBron James. LeBron James. LeBron James. Um. 
tell the people what happened with LeBron James right after we got off our show last week. I know it kind of makes this scene kind of old because it happened either the next day or right after we got off. But it was the very next day. Right, Barkley had ripped LeBron about whining, so LeBron came back at him talking about how Barkley threw someone through a plate glass window when he was in Philly and spit on someone and all this, and then brought up Barkley's whole history, by the way, which, you know what Barkley's biggest regret about throwing a guy through a window was? What? That it was from the first floor and not the third. That's what he told the judge when it happened. So, first (laughs) of all, Barkley not only called him a whiner, he said he yeah. wasn't a competitor. He didn't want to compete. Right. And that's what went personal. And my goodness, LeBron James has been a model citizen. Dare nay say I yep. a bitch yep. um, when it comes to dealing with other people's criticism. Now, mind you, it is the media's uh, job to criticize. Uh, technically, we are small fry media, but we are allowed to criticize because that's what we do. We're not dunking a ball. We're just observing what we see and saying it. So Charles Barkley was right within his rights to say it, but... He's almost worse than a layman such as you or I or a mm-hmm. professional sports writer who never played a game because he played the game. And he and did he the knows, same thing. And he did all the same things. <laughs> he whined his he, way out of Philly. And he wasn't a competitor. Right. <laughs> he never won a championship. Mm-mm. He never won. Uh, oh, my gosh. He doesn't know about back-to-backs. He never even went to the finals four straight years or three straight right. years. Three straight years in his three years in his career, he never won. <laughs> so when you, when you say that, it's almost worse than like me or you or you know again Stephen A. Smith, someone who never played professional right. ball, saying you're not competitive because at least of that, that's just an eye test. But dog, when you've done it, when you sweat on the court, you know how hard it is for you to say the dude doesn't compete. Yes, you deserve to get ripped. He got ripped, and I loved it. You know he the one ripped. thing I do like about Barkley though. Is he doesn't care? Like he's like LeBron doesn't like me. Like okay, and yeah. right, like I'm just doing my job. Like it, like it was super funny when he was like, uh, "I got my burner phone and I got my idiot asshole phone, yeah. and my idiot asshole phone was blowing up all day." I mean, People look, telling me he everybody me. knows him and Mike were best friends, you know, for so long. But he ripped Mike when he was the owner of the uh, Bobcats or whatever. They're not yeah. friends anymore. And Barkley don't yeah. care. <laughs> but again, that's even the stuff that Barkley was saying. Barkley's like, oh, well, we, back in the day, we weren't friends. Yes, you were friends. Oh, yes, they were. I know. I hate like, that. Man, that's you, you that's that whole old myth. school, new school stuff. Yes, you were friends. Like, I, I hate that whole stop. thing. Everyone that brings up all that stuff just ignores all the things that they say. They forget about all this stuff, man. Yeah. Like I said, right. Barkley did everything that he said. Uh, right. Can we play the video with Shaq? Do you know where that is? Where Shaq's saying, I punch you in the face. No, I mean, no, I mean, no, 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 What's right in your face? With your big mouth. Street with it. There's a difference between criticism and personal. I guarantee you LeBron wasn't mad at the whiny or the inappropriate. When you said that man doesn't want to compete, that's what ticked him off. And I would have did the same thing. I would have came right back at your rack. I would have came up here and punched you in your face. That's what I would have did. Well, first of all, you're not a good fighter. Um, <laughs> listen, our job... <laughs> We got a job to do. Our job is to give our opinion. Okay, it's not but you always personal. He no, went personal. No, it's not, so let's wait a minute. So. Listen, first of all, I, I don't. Well, we just disagree on the personal. I think that was it. I can say. Uh, I think we yeah, got yeah. the gist of it. Where he's like, <laughs> um, first of all, you don't know nobody going back to back. And he's like, right. uh, blah 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 blah. I punch you in your face. Well, Shaq, you can't fight. And the look on Shaq's face is like, yo. He wanted to throw down right there. Like, let's do cash this. Cash <laughs> me outside. How about that? <laughs> I hate you saying that meme, but that's what Shaq's face was saying. Yeah. <laughs> His jaw dropped a little. He was like, yo, 
Really? Yeah, throw that little freeze frame back up. You can find it. Shaq's face right there. <laughs> Shaq right there was about to light his ass up. Shaq was not having it at uh, Bar- all. They fought before, Zero. though. And they have fought before. On the court, they fought the Barkley court. Scoop Shaq. <laughs> yeah, he did, because that's the only way he was going to survive. Of course, he knew to get low and <laughs> get underneath. the only way he was going to survive. He said, like, I'll take these punches in the back of the head, because I'm not going to look at Shaq. I can't even look at his eyes. I feel like there's like a 98% chance if those two went out to have drinks together, it would end up in a fight outside at like four in the morning outside somebody's house. How about like, that? Where you're like, you guys don't fight. Just stop. It's, it's four in the morning. Everybody's drunk. Go home. Like, I'm, I believe it. Um, right. <laughs> Seamus, aimless Ethan Kane, since we're trying to have uniformity, we're going to uh, skip over to the LeBron James peddling Kevin Love on the streets. <laughs> for some of that sweet, mellow cocaine. <laughs> uh, you're trying to give up the love to get that mellow caramello. Um, I don't know where how this story changed in a week, by the way. <laughs> like, a week ago, was LeBron was the one saying no because he didn't want to give up Kevin Love because they don't want to, you know, they're trying to get a big four, not a match Golden State. Now, all of a sudden, they're switching it back. Like, I don't know. I don't. I feel like this story doesn't have feel, much behind it. I feel like it's smokescreen because yeah. Melo realizes that now the now the media. This is what I hate about ugh, the media. The media has turned the Knicks against Melo in the last two weeks. Did you see the fans booing him? Yes. It's terrible. And he gave him Matumbo. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, 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 you no boo me, no, 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 and I'm like. When you go through New York City and you've gone through New York City for the last how many years he's been there, his poster is hanging from every rafter on the street, every poster, every billboard, everything. And he's done nothing but done his job. Now, his job is, again, we're going to talk about Paul Pierce in a little bit, but he's Paul Pierce before the big three. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't believe in any of his capabilities because they haven't helped him. Uh, He hasn't gotten help. But I just feel like, yeah, great guy, great player, great offensive player, but just not no help. So um, I do believe LeBron would like to play with Melo. Of course he would. I do. But then there's also a story that Chris Paul wants to play with Melo. LeBron James is starting to get old enough to where he's only a defender. He's only his only skill set is to. Defend, rebound, pass, or facilitate. Draw his only skill set is all these skill sets. Like, yeah, his, <laughs> his only skill set is five things. Because he's <laughs> he's still the best player in the world, and it does sound ridiculous when I say that. But and that's why he should have kept Wiggins on that team. Yes, Wiggins yeah, we're ready to take that scoring responsibility from him now. Yes, and if he could, if he could trade back Wiggins, he would do it. I think so. Even yeah. though Love did dunk a ball the other night. like, <laughs> Yeah. He would do it in a heartbeat. Yeah. So that's crazy. That, yeah. That's down. yeah, I it's don't believe, like I said, I think uh, since both of those stories came out today that Chris Paul wants to trade for Melo and LeBron wants to trade for Melo, I feel like that's New York trying to start a bidding war by releasing some information out there to the media. You know, trying to drum up some interest. Get yeah. somebody else to jump in, like, well, if they all want mellow, I want mellow. <laughs> and that's pretty much what it's coming down to. Uh, do you think that that would be a good trade? 
Love for Mello? Mm-hmm. No. Why not? I, I don't think so. Uh, I know everybody thinks Kevin Love stinks, and I think we talked about this last week. I can't, I, I can't remember, but Love had to do what Chris Bosh had to do, where you got to change your game to be the third guy playing with LeBron and somebody else. So you give up a lot of shots, and you got to accept that role. And I don't think Melo's accepting the role as the third guy. He would for LeBron. Would he? Here's my thing. Love is accepting that role and not producing anything. In the finals. What? He's producing? In the finals, bro. Last year in the finals, he did not produce. In the Uh, first round of playoffs, he produced. The second round, uh third round. Oh, God, where you at? Finals? Bro, he really didn't do much. Yeah, that's because that's a terrible matchup with Draymond Green for him. And uh, he's not going to do nothing again with Draymond Green. But Carmelo <laughs> can score on anybody. When they need yeah, point. When they need points. Me. When they need points and LeBron hits the bench, and, or Kyrie hits the bench and LeBron's still playing, right? they can keep them points flowing. Ain't going to be no defense. <laughs> but the points still flow. That's the thing with Melo is he's never done those other things. Melo was a really good rebounder at Syracuse, and he's not anymore because <laughs> he doesn't want to be because you got to try to be a good rebounder. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know if Melo would fit there. I think it's a silly trade, and I know LeBron I, – I get why. I do get the point about the scoring, but I think they could find that somewhere else. I'm just trying to get somebody who – I, I want somebody who I know can score. Like I said, if they would have kept Wiggins, they wouldn't have had a problem. Oh, yeah. Well, I we said that one. Privilege them too. Hey, right. we, we keep saying that. We all know that. But it's just like, right. you know. That trade never made sense to trade for Kevin Love. Never. Right. Never. But again, potential versus uh, regular earnings, which I know, is. But I always thought LeBron should have looked at that long term, where, like we were just saying, as his career is winding down, like he's worried about now playing so many minutes, he would have had another star on the rise. Everything? <laughs> He's not on the Warriors? LeBron James is still on that year-to-year deal, homie. I know. <laughs> LeBron James could be like, yo, if you don't give me mellow and give me this back-to-back chip, <laughs> I'm blowing this popsicle stand tomorrow, dog. Y'all gonna be back in the knife spot behind the Sixers next year. That's Keep right. messing around. <laughs> like, for real, for real? Hey, he can come play with Ben and JoJo. Yo. Like, <laughs> for real, for real? That might actually be appealing to him. We're going to talk about it later. If the Sixers do what the Sixers about to do when they do it, when they do it, he might just say, "You know what? He's over there, I'm like, hmm. there. I'm only going to play. Tw- I'm going to play. I'm going to play on the uh, uh, Embiid plan. I'm going to play 24 minutes a night. I'm going to ball out. Yep. Call me when the playoffs come, and I'm going to turn on the Heat. <laughs> We're going to have to find a picture of LeBron looking at Embiid with a uh, caption, willing to risk it all. Yo, like, <laughs> no risk at all. Like, LeBron, LeBron about to catch a case to go play with these young <laughs> Oh, old man seeking, <laughs> old man seeking some young love with Kyrie behind him looking all jealous. It's <laughs> <laughs> about us right now, girl. Where you going? That's um, the super team I want to see. Yo, with all my heart. So, LeBron, <laughs> you hear me, dog? We need you. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we talked about LeBron two things 
Let's talk about the Warriors meltdown versus the Kangs. Yeah. Did, I, uh, I love these. I think these are such a uh, much ado about nothing, these little arguments. What? Yeah. That, that's I just know. people getting mad. What? In the middle of a game. You don't even have to play the sound, but play the video real quick so you can see the heated uh, exchange oh, no, about what's going on. I'm talking about the people, man. It's <laughs> for the people, not you. Say something else, Durant. I'm saying, if you don't go for the ball, dog, I went up for the ball. You don't know see what I'm saying? <laughs> Shut up. You'll kick somebody in the nuts, why don't you? I ain't kick nobody in the nuts today, man. You, you ain't seen me kick nobody in the nuts in three weeks, man. I've been practicing. I'm going to kick you in the nuts. Say something about my nuts again. Say something about my nuts again. You can't even color Boogie Cousins. Boogie Cousins, don't do your big Don't make no right, man. You see Boogie Cousins talking to you, I ain't going to let Boogie do that to you, man. They're the Kang, man. We lose to the Kangs. Oh, sorry. Look at, look at Sean Livingston just clapping it up the whole time, trying to act positive. It's all good. It's all good. We're good. <laughs> that game got so out of hand. My Twitter was blowing up. I jumped on there. I see Steve Kerr. Mother beep, mother beep. Oh. I, I could, but he was just beep, 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 mother beep, 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 mother, mother. Your dog is a mother. Your sister, your mom. Like, yo. He, he got his ejections worth. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, man. He got two ejections worth. Like, he went home that night. His wife was like, ooh, who are you? Yeah. It almost like, seemed like, like he started to walk away. It was like the ref said something to him. Like he turned around like, what? What you say? Like, did you see? <laughs> oh, I didn't have a video queued up for you. Uh, but did you see the video I sent you where um, Iguodala was like, get him out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Iguodala was like, throw it up to get him out of here. So yeah. I was like, what are you doing? It was such... Uh, much to do about nothing as the whole game was, but yeah. wow, Steve Kerr lost his mind. Then them two started arguing at all because they was losing to the Kangs. And why did the Kangs lost bother them so much? Kings stink. <laughs> and here's the thing that drives me crazy. Why are you mad at the ref right now? The ref ain't got nothing to do with why you're losing to the Sacramento Kings. Right. Well, because they don't like anytime anything gets called on Draymond Green, who constantly is doing something dirty on the court. And getting away with it. He gets away with more than anyone in the league. Anybody. And, and it's literally because it's almost like the catch-22 of how his deal is. They don't want to deal with him. Right. They're like, like, man, he's cool. He's cool. <laughs> but it's like, yo, when you get the wild and they got to start calling something, I'm like, Steve Kerr, you can't be cut. Dog, I'll win like 98 games. This game shouldn't be within 20 points right now. But since it is, sit down and shut up. Did you see the video that came out today of uh, DeMarcus Cousins talking to the Golden State fan when he was coming off the court? No, nah, what happened? He flipped him off and told him to get the out of here. Like, and told well, Boogie that? N- no, the, Boogie told that to the Golden State fan. He was in a jersey. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you Boogie's something. crazy. <laughs> I love Boogie Cousins. Yeah. Oh, he's insane, though. I love Boogie Cousins so much. I want Boogie Cousins to go play with LeBron James. He's that guy. If he was your friend, you'd always be scared he we was going to start fighting. Oh, he's like, not for nothing. I, I, uh, I'm going to say your name. Hopefully, you understand because I don't want you to get mad because I'm about to be talking about how you get mad. He is our Brian DeRico. <laughs> <laughs> you love Rico. You take yeah. Rico to places. You just got to be like, yo. <laughs> like, yo. I remember we went to a college campus. We had all these chicks around. We ended up getting kicked out because. Brian, <laughs> you knew it, you know, it can happen, but it happens. Boogie is that there one friend that's just like, oh, if you need backup, he's swinging in to help you out. Right, you here's know, the video of he's Cousins. Still like, yo, I got it. <laughs> nah, dog, nah, dog. I yeah. Got yeah, no, we're good, we're good. Like, 
Oh, there you go. You got the video coming in. We'll clap up, clap. Oh, <laughs> straight up to his face. <laughs> straight up to his face. Yo, he hit it with the double FUs. Yo, if I wasn't so frightened by cousins, if I was that fan, like I would have just died. I'd be so happy that he was so mad at me when I had nothing to do with it. But in that moment, I'd have been scared he was gonna kill me. Oh, he double he double FU'd me, I'd have hugged him, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. <laughs> I love you, dog. Straight up to his face. Um <laughs> Yeah, I, I I want Boogie Cousins to go play for somebody who he'll listen to and respect. Yeah, but their GM said today they're not trading him. Why? Because it's Sacramento, man. They're the he worst. He hates it there. He oh. hates them. He wants Phoenix wants to trade for him. His best friend is Bledsoe, who's Phoenix's point guard. So it would just it works for everybody. Sacramento's like, nah, we're good. I hate it. I don't know when his contract's up. He needs to get out of there. There are certain teams where they just don't deserve players. Sixers, two, don't deserve stars to stay, but they got three years now to make them want to stay. Oh, yeah, to try and fix it. What's the name doesn't want to be a Sixer either? Um, Simmons. Simmons? Simmons. I don't believe that. Okafor. I agree with you on Okafor. I don't believe the Simmons one. Okafor never wanted to be a Sixer. Simmons may not have wanted him, but now that he's seen Embiid, he wants to be there. Until mm-hmm. his third year comes up, and if they're doing something, oh well, of yes. Course. Right now he's like, but I'm saying they got three, they got three oh, years for him. I agree to, with you. Embiid ain't never gonna leave Philly. I I feel like Embiid, unless something happens, he gets traded. He's gonna be a Sixer for life. Mm-hmm. He's in the medium market where he likes to be, because he likes to go to Florida, Miami, hit New York. Vegas. He likes all this stuff, but he loves being in Philly where he can run this city. Which he does. It's so small. I mean, I, I saw him out twice already. Didn't get to go up and say hi to him, but I was like, yo! Yeah, I mean, you can't miss the dude. He's 90 feet tall. But like, <laughs> he was his little entourage and he'd be cool and like, you know what I mean? I got four or five friends that have like met him out. Like, I'm trying to be in his, I just want to be in his entourage. Yeah, right? And just roll. Like, I even pay my own yeah. way. Oh, where we flying today? No, nah, until he says that. I'm like, I'll pay my own way. I'm like, nah, but can you get me this time? <laughs> like, like, I do got you, though. I'll pay you next week. It's payday. I got this thing. It's cool, though, if you confront me. Uh, we got uh, <laughs> sources say the Pelicans are talking trade with the Sixers about Jill Okafor. Apparently, Jill Okafor is the lure and the fish for everywhere and everyone and everything because... I can't figure out the Pelicans... Uh, view on this deal, or why? Like they're they're linked to uh, Robin Lopez. They're linked to Okafor. Like, why are they trying to find a big guy to put next to Anthony Davis? Like, he's a big guy. Apparently, Anthony Davis isn't their quote unquote center. Uh, okay. He plays like, the <laughs> the four. He, yes. They. I want, feel like where they, he plays though is where Okafor lives. Like that's they they want him to be. Um, further away from the basket? No, stop it. Well, they, that's what I'm saying. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. They they want Davis to be Tim Duncan. Okay. They want Okafor to be the admiral. He's they not. want a one. I, I I'm telling you what they want. I didn't say what <laughs> I got you want. You. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they that's <laughs> what they want. They want a big man one-two punch, and Davis is their Swiss Army knife. Yeah, yeah. Now okay. apparently the center they have now. Davis hates him, apparently, and he's a cancer in the locker room. 
So they want to get rid of him with whatever deal they're trying to get to anybody who'll take him. Alex Ajinka? Huh? You talking about Alex Ajinka, their backup center or their other center? I guess it's Alex Ajinka. I don't know. That's the guy they're talking about getting rid of. Yes, that's the guy they don't want on the team. He's apparently a cancer or whatever. So uh, maybe they owe him too much money. They can't just cut him. Maybe they're trying to get something for him just to, you know what I mean? So, yeah, but they're talking about sending a future first-round pick to the Sixers along with Ajinka for Okafor. I wish it was this year's pick, but it, there's no way. There's no way they're going to do that. They have the fifth-worst record in the league. They're not giving up that pick. No. I mean, technically they're picked on for a third, third overall pick in the draft. I know, I know, but there's no way. If they trade that, they're definitely going to put some top three protection on that thing. Yeah. They're going to use protection. I let them put, <laughs> I let them put a top two protection on because if the Sixers had three picks in the top ten, oh my gosh, we get LeBron James. That's all yeah. I know. That's all I know. Because I tell you what, um, I feel like this is why I want uh, Simmons to play. I want him to come in, give me that splash, so we can see what's going on. And then I really, 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 really want to see LeBron James become the old. Man, sniper. Yes, the veteran that's there trying to steal a ring, almost. Yeah, I I literally want him to be like, yo. Like Paul Pierce on the Clippers? Paul Pierce on the Clippers. That's a transition. That's a transition. It is a transition, (laughs) but actually be the truth on that. So uh, (laughs) before we switch to Paul Pierce, I just feel like LeBron James should go around and be like, yo, I want 30 mil a year. I'm only signing your contract. I'm out. If we don't do it this year. I'm out. And I'm, only, yeah, you got I'm only going to like three teams. Like, I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to the Spurs. I'm going to the Sixers. I'm going to, um, uh, Golden State. I'm yeah. going to. You know what I mean? Like, I'm only going to like four teams, bro. But I, I wanted to, I wanted to be like the Bachelor, where they got to like try and woo him for a little bit, and he's got to hand out roses at the end. Like, I, I want it better than the decision. Like our boy Levine's out for the year, but imagine LeBron James on the Wolves. Right. That would be crazy. It's, those three <laughs> superstars and LeBron James, they would wreck shop. Like, literally wreck shop. LeBron James might be the point guard on that team. He, he wouldn't have to work hard. He just he wouldn't. He'd <laughs> be like that old guy that plays ball that just stands at the top of the key passing the ball because you don't want to move nowhere. Like, he's like, just pass it. Ball, passes it. <laughs> he would have 66 assists a game. <laughs> Like, no lie. That's not an exaggeration. That's not hyperbole. Right. He would have 66 assists a game average. Um, <laughs> that being said, let's transition to if this is the truth or not. I believe that that's the truth. 66 assists a game. Um, Paul Pierce played his last game and bossed. People cried. He cried like a little B.I. He kissed the court. Yeah, they gave the him court. an extra special standing ovation. He's the truth, Roof. Is he the truth, though? Now, see, this was a game in the playoffs where he, I, I, one of my only favorite players plays in the game from him because I don't like him as a player. I'll just say that right now. Right. But that play against uh, Harder or Hardwell or whoever from the Pacers where they were in the playoff game and they were battling, and Paul Pierce is just like, yo. Harrington. 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 Yeah. Paul Pierce is like, yo, I'm going to shoot this ball in your face, right? <laughs> Chewing gum. <laughs> You know I'm about to dunk it, right? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, though, you about to watch you. And then whap, raised up, shot that John right in his face, won the game. I'm like, yo, you let this fool jaw jack you hit the top of the key like that for, for like 14 seconds? Really? 
didn't even move, just like a snake, just <laughs> caught in his eyes, listening to him talk trash to him, just like, yeah, yeah. Oh, Schnabel, he's doing it. He did what he said. Um, Paul Pierce, is Paul Pierce the truth? Uh, he was all right. Ten time All Star. I mean, for what it's worth, he's only three time third All NBA team. Like, he got a cool nickname. Right? Not one like, of the top fifty. Uh, no, he's not one of the top fifty. He uh, he's one of my top five all time Sixers misses to keep things to always bring it back to the Sixers. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, he would have won him on the Sixers because he. Uh, he was a I did when they had Iverson. When they had the answer and the truth. And the answer and the truth. Okay. I shouldn't disrespect him because he is a champion. He needed help too, except he came out and tried to disrespect LeBron, talking about how these super teams are weak and stuff, forgetting, like, uh, did you forget what you guys did on the Celtics? Right? Like, you... (laughs) Oh, God. Again, do you know who gave him the nickname The Truth? I do not. Oh, I'm going to tell you right now. From here on out, you call that mother... His name is Paul... The, the truth. Uh, so they dropped the mother. Truth <laughs> <laughs> now, but that was from Shaquille O'Neal who uh, yeah. said that Paul Pierce should be called the truth from here on out. And again, that was when Shaq the, was in his nickname, his nickname times where he had all them nicknames all the time. Yeah, Shaq. Shaq should still be just nicknaming people. He like should. you should be allowed to have a nickname in the NBA if Shaq don't give it to you. <laughs> like, Shaq just needs to come over and be like, uh, uh, Lapolis. Uh, that's your name, Shootalablapolis. Barbecue chicken. Yeah, barbecue chicken. Barbecue chicken. Oh, that's baby fat back. He just, he just, he should give everybody their names. But that's where he got his name from. And I I guess he was all right. Again, you ran down a stat line, 10 time NBA. And I mean, was he on the Olympic team? Uh, Yeah, I think he was on that Olympic team that lost, wasn't he? Yes. So he's the loser olympically. (laughs) He almost died his second year in the league. That was why I didn't like Stabbed outside that club. Cause that was a whole hoot, and he tried to act like it wasn't his fault or whatever. Like, yo, bro, you out here doing stuff you ain't supposed to do. I don't like that. Drop it. He down. had that. He had that funny thing where he pretended he needed to be in the wheelchair. Oh God! Right. <laughs> now you're reminding me again why I didn't like. I was like, I know I didn't like that fool. These these are reasons why I do not like Paul Pierce. Even though whatever, he's about to retire. Good for him. He got. He's his never. Run. He's never been NBA first team. That again, that basically tells you. Right, like yeah, he's like I mean again, and when you watch his highlights, I forget. Like I said, there's some games where he was like balling. Nice. You know yeah. what I mean? But and when he was really balling, they they zoom in on him and like every once in a while you see KG running through the background. I'm like yeah, that's why they won that game. <laughs> LeBron James go to finals because KG scooting in the background. I'm like you know what I mean? So uh, him and KG both needed each other to win though. Like KG yes, couldn't win without him. Hey, well, KG stuck in a, a, again a bad situation for his whole career, sticking out with a team that was never going to do anything for him to get him over the hump. And and nowadays, you definitely, like I said, Davis, if you stay with the Pelicans, you don't want to win. Right. You don't want to be a champion. You when your contract comes up, that five million dollars difference, not that I'm counting somebody else's money, right. ain't worth it, bro. Not no, it's only only if you're LeBron when you leave, then you don't want to win, right? Yeah. <laughs> apparently, you're, you're so, soft then because you want to yeah. win. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Um. I I feel like Belichick, when Tom Brady retires, is going to have to retire. Because yeah. without Tom Brady, <clears throat> he'll never win another championship. Not another championship. He can still win, though, but oh, not a championship. He'll never win another, he will never win a Super Bowl without Tom Brady. He knows that. I put $100 on that right now. Yeah, that's a strong bet. <laughs> I 
I bet you there's a good number on that. I make a bank on that. <laughs> um, so we're coming up on the end of the show. Uh, we're we're early today, but that's because I'm depressed and the Super Bowl wasn't the Super Bowl. Hashtag not my Super Bowl champions, Trump America. That's what I threw up on. The- Apparently, Jason is masturbating <laughs> later. He keeps holding up his full hand like there's yeah. lotion. I mean, I'm engaged with kids, man. Yeah, of course. That's uh, what else am I gonna do? <laughs> it's, 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 you don't have to show yeah. up. Hold up this five. You know, uh, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Subway now charges six dollars for a foot long. Uh, it's not really like the theme song anymore. You know, correct that before I jump to the screen and choke you the fuck out. Um, <laughs> I I don't usually cuss this bad. I'm cussing so much because I'm so. Uh, I think you actually usually cuss more. <laughs> Do I? I think I'm yeah. cuss a lot tonight. I'm so hateful and so sad, but I'm not even sad because I'm about to. Um, anywho's the end of the show. We uh, pull up quotes from the week uh, that we steal from Bleacher Geeker Beaker Report because they make it all pretty and fancy. Maybe one day we'll do they it do. ourselves. I like this little this new thing they do, man. Yeah, I do too. Um, so this is uh, Pat McAfee. 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 Just retired from the NFL out of nowhere at the age of 29. He's a so, punter. <laughs> why? I mean, he must be doing something right with his money. He went first, and joined Barstool Sports. First day of retirement, I tried Adderall for the first time in my life. Completely understand why it's considered a PED in the league. Dot, dot, dot. Limitless. <laughs> and the first thing that comes to my mind is why? WPAC? Yes, white pack. Like that, um, that's, that's that's really what I got. Like I got nothing else. So first of all, I mean you're retiring early as from a punter a, from a position where you're not in danger. I mean technically nope. you're always in danger. It is the NFL. Nope. It's real sport. But you are not. You are the least in danger. You're in the least danger than the kicker. If I was a punter, people would hate me because I'd have played into my forties and I'd have the most fun at practice trying to kick the ball into a trash can from forty yards away and running around like an idiot every time I did it. Funsies trying to um, put money on it. Like, who's trying to bet it? I can't hit this ball into this trash can? Throw up! Like, <laughs> I I just want to hang out with this dude to find out. How do you just come out and say that, bro? Like, what were you thinking? Were you still on Adderall when you made this quote? Yeah. <laughs> on Adderall when you made the call in? Like, yeah, I got to do an interview. I'm still on this Adderall, son. I'm crazy right now. You read it later, like, whoa, whoa, what? Yeah, like, just a little extreme. Um, next, uh, quiz note. <laughs> oh, my boy. White chocolate. White chocolate. Um, if you don't know who white chocolate is, you should shoot yourself. Um, white chocolate is Jason Williams. We talked about the Kings earlier. He is one of the raddest, coolest dudes that did not have a long career because his gameplay was so wild. Because he was all about the highlights. Was and it was so pretty. Oh, I loved watching him. Him and Weber together, which Weber was my favorite player, who was a phenomenal passer. Also, they would just do some special things with the ball. Man, it was insane. Pretty, pretty stuff. If you if you ever um on YouTube, just put in Jason Williams uh, white chocolate highlights, and you will see some of the craziest. It's the best and one passes you've seen in a game from one person. Every right. once in a while, you'll see LeBron James pull out a whoop de whoop or. Wade's really good at doing that, right? Yeah, you know I mean, that he those, would do it every night. Yeah, he would. Jason Williams was doing it every night. Uh, he was on an interview with uh Garnett, 
And Garnett was asking him, hey, he's like, in slow-mo, show me the elbow pass. He, did he walked real slow, did the elbow pass, passed over like right on target, first try, and did it slow. And it was still lightning fast. He loves shooting that uh, rainbow three-pointer, too, that real high arcing one that goes yeah, right through. Oh, I forgot about that. I used to go out of the screen <laughs> all the time and just drop in like, whoop. Um, his quote was, I wouldn't score like these guards are scoring, but I think I could average 20 assists a night. Still a third of LeBron James' 66 assists <laughs> if he was playing on the Wolves. But 20 assists a night average no, could be attained by Jason that. Williams uh, on the right team. No. I believe that. No. Um, <laughs> next quote from Larry uh, Fitzgerald on drug use in the NFL. Uh, the only drug test is twice a year for illegal drugs. The guys that are getting caught just aren't using common sense or a calendar. Right. <laughs> like, John Gordon. Do, right. <laughs> John Gordon, I love you so right. much. You want right. stop fucking weed when they tell you. Right. All you have to do is okay, if it's on February 1st, all you have to do. Right. Stop. Just stop smoking. <laughs> no, here you go. Hey Siri. Remind me to stop smoking weed two weeks before <laughs> March 1st. Right. <laughs> okay, I'll remind you. Thank you. <laughs> yep. Done deal. Just came up <laughs> on my computer. Just came up on my phone, my tablet bing. Like, everywhere I go, my balls are vibrating right now, and they're going to remind me <laughs> to stop smoking weed just for two weeks. Not right. the whole year. Right. Not the whole year. Four weeks out of the year. That's it. Meanwhile, Josh Gordon was like, no, nah, I figured it out. I moved in with Johnny Manziel. Like, what? <laughs> um, next one. Brown, brown. Caramello. Yeah, Check is, it out. So if he's there in New York or if not, I just want the best for him. I want him to be happy. He sounds like someone that broke up with someone is trying to sound like he's still cool with him. I thought the same thing. Like, like, no, I just, I just want him to be happy though. Whatever's best for him, man. It's cool. I mean, like, we, we're not, we're not together, but we could be together. It is what it yeah, is. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I, that's I know. why it sounds like he didn't want him there, right? Like, you know, if he's here, that's cool. But if I not, like, I mean, whatever. thing. He's trying to play it off to where it's not. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Put the picture back up again. <laughs> Look at their hands. <laughs> hands are. That's when you do that pinky thumb ring hold, and you're like, "I'm with you. I got you." Just so they know that they're together. You're close. Uh, I'm just saying. get that little look back over the shoulder. Yep, about us right smile. now. Where are you going? Oh, <laughs> um, I'm with you. Oh. See, I'm really mad because I've been singing all night because I got to do something to make myself happy. <laughs> My man with the plan, uh, Dirty Sanchez from Mexico. From Mexico. That's what it was. <laughs> Um, has uh, announced his retirement. We're talking about Michael Vick. Um, quote, quote, I changed the game. And he did. Now, when he changed the game, I really feel like he was Randall Cunningham with like 10 more miles per hour. That's about it. Without the consistency of Randall I, uh, Cunningham. I always felt like he is one that got done such a disservice by Jim Mora Jr. as his coach in Atlanta. They never made him run a real offense or anything. Like, had he been with Andy Reid his whole career, he'd be a guaranteed Hall of Famer. 
No lie. Like, it's guaranteed. Andy Reid would have fixed the way he throws, taught him how to read the defenses, the whole deal. Jim Moore was like, yo, look, and then if not, just go. Just run. And it was like, I mean, also that was not a credit to him because he took his offensive playbook, threw it in the trunk, never opened it again. Well, yeah, because he knew he was that athletic. But His brother screwed up his life being oh, that way, too, thinking he was Marcus. special. Marcus. So um, do you think uh, Vic Hall of Famer? No. Okay. We'll talk, uh, we'll talk. He did have a skill set that was, you know, unmatched by anyone, but no, he's not a Hall of Famer. That The time that he didn't play is going to cost him. We'll, t- we'll talk about Hall of Famers when we talk about Hall of Famers. Just want to throw that out there real quick. Uh, next picture. There's no back that can touch me. Um, LaShawn, LaShawn McCoy, McCoy said uh, while he was on a flight by yeah. himself to Jamaica, there's yeah. no <laughs> Say he's the best running back in the league. Um, okay. I personally do believe he's one of the best running backs in the league. One of. of? I yes. think he's top five mm, when yes. he's like in the right offense, in the right he is a mutter. He's a snow bunny. He's a rain bunny. He's a sunny day. He's an endo. He's an outdo. He is a everywhere, every time, catch and pass, run and scoot, shake and bake, run hard back. But not the best. <laughs> an asshole. And he's not. I was best. completely wrong about how he'd age. I yes. thought he was closer to the end of his career than he was. I was wrong. He is still one of the top five running backs, but he is not one of the best running backs in the league. I mean, not the best running back in the league. I think that Chip Kelly helped him with that, to be honest with you. Um, I, I hate Chip Kelly. That is on the record. You know that. But I do believe that any player that played with Chip Kelly is going to have a beneficially longer career. Because of the fitness that they learned? Because of the fitness. And all that. He, when he was on his Instagram, the only thing he was always commenting on was like, wow, you know, the exercise and the food I'm doing, I've never been this yeah. strong. Like, he sat laid down, picked up a 45-pound plate, and was that. chucking him 30, 40 yards down. Like, he was chucking him. Like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, I couldn't do this last year. Like, I don't think right. I could have ever done this in my lifetime. So, yay, Chip, for that. Yay, you're still a great back, but you ain't the best. Um, but, I, I mean, what player doesn't think that, though? I know. Oh, When players should, say that, I'm like, of course you should think that. We didn't talk about Adrian Peterson trying to get traded to the Cowboys. I guess we'll bring it up later in the offseason where I talk about it. Because that's weird. Um, makes no yeah, sense. It makes no sense. Um, uh, next quote. Mello, you are what the back page says you are. After he got booed by the Knicks fans, you know, talking about how the media made him villain number one in New York. And that's what I said earlier. So yeah. that goes right in line with that. Like, you ain't got nobody right now. How are you trying to run this dude out? And you ain't going to be nothing in the next three or four years anyway because your organization is just shit. Organizationally, you're just trash and garbage. Uh, next quote. Favorite quote of the week. I'm not going to go to the White House. See, Trump don't give a ham. Sammy, another reason I want a Patriot is to lose. <laughs> the owner of Trump, the coach does too, and so does that sissy Tommy too. So I don't want nobody going to the White House this year. They put his jersey up for sale. <laughs> Yo, so you pointed this out to me. Yeah. A fan apparently did steal Tom Brady's jersey. Yep. Posted it on the gram. I don't know if he got caught or not. I didn't follow up with that. They haven't yet. So Under investigation, but it looks like there's on eBay. Game-worn Super Bowl jersey, 50000 what, And what, what did I say? Yeah, They said it's worth 300000 
first of all, I was going to get to the price. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what did I say? I said, I see you. I see you. I see you alert me. I said, if I stole that jersey, what did I say I'd do? Sell it. <laughs> well, I'd be out of that stadium and on eBay. These fools are sitting <laughs> in the stadium posting up pictures of them and stuff like that. I guess to verify the authenticity. Um, but the, the seller is called, oh, Commission 6969. Uh, I, I guess that might be a joke. But um, the jersey was that's, stolen, though. Remember that's how because yeah, because I was gonna say fifty thousand is low. Right. I personally would have ran out of there, held that jersey for a year, maybe five. Whatever the statute of limitations is, <laughs> I'd have sold that jersey for five hundred thousand to a million dollars. Mm-hmm. It's worth it. Yes, it is. It's worth it's it's that jersey on that day for the fifth ring, greatest comeback all time, first overtime game. That jersey's worth five hundred to a million dollars. No doubt about it. Super Bowl MVP. I go down a list of just chicken off money. Like yeah. <laughs> first overtime game, two hundred fifty thousand. Five rings, two hundred fifty thousand. First overtime, seven hundred fifty thousand. Tom Brady, a million. Like I, supermodel wife, one point five. Like I just sold i can sell that thing quick and easy easy um i think uh, i didn't i thought i sent it to you did you see the belichick quote today when they asked him about the season about being five weeks behind on preparing for 2017 now i wish that was scotch Didn't put that funky-ass quote in here. I knew I sent it to you. (laughs) For the reason, because I didn't want to talk about it. Here you come. Show's over. Clock done ticked down. (laughs) Now you're trying to take this bitch to overtime. Just like the Super Bowl, we're in overtime, and I win. I said, said, see, this is why I don't like Jason, because Jason (laughs) gets on my nerves. He out here trying to show respect and homage and all this fraggle naggle boo. So they asked this grumpy old man, "Hey, Stacy, how?" They asked <laughs> this grumpy old man about his funky ass team, and he had the nerve to say, "We're five weeks behind everybody else." Shut the LL Cool J up. <laughs> you ain't losing no offensive coordinators. You ain't losing no defensive coordinators here. You ain't behind nothing. Another stat says we talk about shit that disgusts me besides your face. It's crazy how they don't lose coordinators. It's so crazy how nobody takes when their focus. When they do lose coordinators, people don't, they don't do nothing. Doesn't matter. People, people take coordinators from all these teams. They don't always work out. Most of the time, they don't work out. I know what you're saying, but, man. Anyway, <laughs> you're always bringing up dumb stuff. Oh. Uh, <laughs> the only cool stat I will say... Is that over the Super Bowl runs that they got in the Super Bowl, they've taken 200 different players to the Super Bowl. It's crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. The only other team that won't make it to that many Super Bowls but could rival that is probably the Seattle Seahawks. The Seattle Seahawks overturn players like Mm. nobody's business. They keep a core, I think it's like 32. Yeah. But they cycle out like they were doing something crazy. Not last year, the year before last year. They cycled through 63 players. Yeah. Added other like 20 something players. That's probably every team in the NFL. You can't keep more than that, you know, top half of your roster and the bottom half is just constantly being recycled. Most people don't swap but, them in and out like they do. 
Right. Um, Pete Carroll's like, yo, off the bench, homie. All right, cool. Come in here. Oh, dang, you hungry? All right. Yeah. That third round draft pick, cut him. Just, just compete. Just compete. And he, mm-hmm. he's bringing these dudes up. That's why they keep having all these problems when they say, oh, we don't want to pay this guy. We don't want to pay this guy. Right. We don't want to pay that guy. Because these guys are undrafted dudes, but they come in hungry, and they're finding the diamonds in the rough, and then they feel like they don't want to pay him. But, hey, they're producing, bro. You got to yeah. pay him. So it's a catch-22 on that situation. That's why teams usually don't win, because you lose those guys that need to get paid. That's why it's so impressive. Look what New England did. They had that linebacker. He's an all-pro, Collins. In the, in the middle of the season, he was talking about he wanted to be the highest-paid linebacker. They were like, yeah, enjoy Cleveland. That's not playing with LeBron. They're like, that's the Browns. Goodbye. And they just got rid of him and didn't lose. They still won. It's sickening. It's sickening. If you know, so the, sickening, why you the, saddest, the saddest stat of the day, there's still 13 teams that have never won a Super Bowl. The Falcons are one of them. They should have, oh, my God, they should have won that Super Bowl. <sighs> if if there was ever a real Falcons fan, which there's not. Like, there are real Falcons fans. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there, are more, there are more real Falcons fans than there are Patriot fans. No. Yes. The Patriots fans just became Patriots fans 15 years ago. Falcon, there's never been Falcons fans. Prime time. Prime time. Prime and then, time. And then they were gone. The Michael Vick experience. Dirty Bird. Anderson. <laughs> Anderson running back, Anderson kicker. I remember these people. I hated them. Dirty bird, Pronta. Don't shut up. Can't stand it. Don't like it. And black people ain't got nothing else to do with down there in Atlanta, but like the Falcons and the Hawks and the other teams that lose all the time. I know. Lose. That's why you never hear about their fandom. They always lose. There was some crazy stat that that city has one championship from baseball, and then the rest of them. Are, you know what? Tell people who you are. Well, <laughs> I'm the Lord of the Rings. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, you can check. I'm uh, on the Study Hall. It's another show that I host, T-H-A-S-T-U-D-Y-H-A-L. Check me out on Twitter. That's where I run most of the stuff off of there. But uh, I have a lot of fun bothering you on this show, though. That's Jason Fergadon and Mastodon. <laughs> Less rings than human. He ain't got no rings. <laughs> no. He might get a marriage ring. That might be a wedding ring. That's about it. He ain't even going to get a phone ring from me the rest of this week. I ain't calling him. <laughs> Nothing. Um... <laughs> Uh, I'm getting the Twitter. We Are the Champions ring back. <laughs> I, I, I'm on Twitter uh, at Odocta, IQMZ Media on Facebook. Uh, email us at uh, Sports IQMZ. If you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead click that subscribe button so you can get us in your lives. Uh, we're coming to the uh, 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 iTunes and a Google Play soon. I am still your boy, and if you are not a Patriots fan. If you hate the Patriots, you're with me and 97.8% of the rest of the globe. And I love you and we're together and don't ever leave me because if you do, I might have to choke my co-host. <laughs> Ethan Kane on the mics and the Mr. and the Maxer and Seamus Amos. Z-Z-Z-Z. Take us yeah. out. Make sure he puts his stuff up, man. Get that, get that props. Get that clip. And then that work. Oh! <laughs>